people are going to come here because they want to play and they want to win. Belly, I just like two that. chicken fillets? Two fillets? <laughs> Jade, Jade, two chicken fillets? <laughs> I'm just here so I don't get fined. What's up, guys? We're back for another episode of the Big Cat Chat Podcast. Uh, just to remind you guys, we talk everything now, NFL, college football, and Jaguars, so anybody is welcome. Uh, make sure to follow our Twitter because we ask questions every week. But yeah, let's go just get straight into it. So we're going to go ahead and start with just the overall NFL and college football. Uh, college football is staying in a four-team playoff structure until 2026 at the best. Trash! About that. Trash! Yeah. I, I think I want to be like eight teams, man. I think eight teams would be good. Yeah, I think they wanted 12 teams, which that was the thing. They had like, it should have been, it, they had it either four or 12 and I think 12 is too much because if you compare the 12th team to the one team, that's literally a 60-point blowout. Yeah, people's argument against it was like, oh, you're just going to see blowouts like you did in the first two playoff games before the national championship game. And I'm like, you don't know that. <laughs> it's like, I just, because I think the top eight teams is where you get in that range of they deserve a shot. So, okay, yeah. I'll get a shot. I like yeah. that. Because it's also really annoying, only four teams, and you always get the same four teams, which you're most likely still going to probably end up with the same four teams at the end. But it's still just the chance of something else happening. Yeah, for sure, man. If they, sp if they sp stretch it to eight teams, at least, you know, maybe like someone like the Florida Gators might get in for once. Wow. You got you get in for the first time, and now you got to talk <laughs> all that trash. Hey, first time. Hey, hey we, we got there, and we ain't leaving. All right. All right, JJ all right. season. Old takes exposed us in another year. Hey, hey, don't don't sleep. Anthony Richardson versus JJ McCarthy. Playoffs. Pin it. Hey, pin it. That's my phrase, pin it. <laughs> yeah, it's because like UCF, UCF fans claimed a national championship because they never got the shot, which it's you didn't win a national championship. I will say that until I die. You are not national champions. You what was the ranking they at were, that time? I think they were like fifth. I so they would have got in at those eight teams. Exactly. And then they would have got stomped out. But anyway. They, they deserve the chance. They are not national champions. And anybody who claims they are national champions does not know what they're talking about. Because was it Alabama or Clemson? Which one of the, one Either one of them won the national championship that year. They are national right. champions. Not you. Yeah. UCF would have gotten a chance. Cincinnati got a chance this past year for the first time. Uh, they, didn't, they didn't play that particularly well, as we expected. But still, they would be in the conversation more. And I just think it would be fun to see more teams, more diversity. I think it would bring more fandom to college football because I think it would bring a lot of people like our old host, our old co-host, Brian. He says he won't watch college football until they expand the playoffs. So looks like we got a good uh, four more years of no college football for him. <laughs> but, <laughs> Who's but this yeah. guy in the draft? Who's that guy in the draft? Exactly. But yeah, I just think it'd be more fun. And I also think more football, the better. So I do too. Yeah, so that's 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 how I feel about it. I know a lot of hardcore college football fans aren't fans of expanding, but I don't really see what's wrong with it. Make bowl games mean something again. Exactly. Because it's like, it's just, bowl yeah. games at this point are just guys opting out and kind of sucks, which I mean, yep. I know there's other ways you could try to make bowl games more, like maybe pay since there's NIL, you could get NIL deals and stuff, but either way that's a that's a ways off probably still yeah yeah that, that's that's college football right there uh i'm still gonna watch and i'm still gonna watch my team miss it every year <laughs> hey i get to watch it in person i got in there you go congratulations <laughs> thank you thank you 
Sorry, just had to flex that a little bit. Uh, uh, now let's talk some XFL. The XFL is partnering with the NFL to test stuff. So anything basically, you know, every year teams propose rule changes and stuff. They always get declined. But now the XFL is going to be testing. So they're going to be like a testing league. And I think this is good for the XFL because I think it's going to be what keeps them alive. Yep. We know how all these leagues, they fail. Like, for example, the USFL. We'll, we talk about the USFL next. It's probably going to die. The AAF died. The XFL only died because of COVID. Don't get me wrong there. Uh, but I think them partnering with the NFL is huge. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's, if, especially if they use it like a... Uh... A fill-in league, like a, like a semi-pro league, league, kind of like a like a D league. Like, like the NBA has like the D league. Yeah, the G basically, league. Yeah, the G league. Make it basically use it, make it like that, where like a lot of these undrafted freighters, if they don't get on teams, they can just go there, you know, and they'll have a chance to show they, what they can do. And they can keep developing. Still, they're not going to be stuck exactly. You're not going to yeah. They're not going to be stuck on a practice squad. They're not going to be stuck working. Like <clears> for example, we saw. I know Taylor Heineke is not that great, but he was literally in college out of the league after getting cut six times, and look at him now. He's like a borderline starter for some exactly. teams. So you'd see a lot more guys like that get shots. Plus, again, like I said earlier, more football is always fun. So, exactly. Uh, yeah, the XFL, that's exciting to see them partnering the with The Lab Rat League. <laughs> Plus, it's going to help the NFL and the game of football because I think it's going to give, like, hopefully they can test, like, for example, they could test different ways to kick off. Like, the, I like the way the XFL did the kickoff, so that's kind of cool because uh, it reduced injuries they put them closer mm -hmm. and it, you could still return kicks but yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's really interesting to see what comes out of that and hopefully it survives because the, <clears throat> the rock is is the rock is the rock is an owner for that so. i'm sure well partnering with the nfl is definitely the way to keep it alive so i'm pretty sure that'll drive up fan interest yeah so uh, let's talk about the usfl real quick uh shea patterson and jordan tamu were the first two players drafted uh they went to the shea patterson stayed in michigan uh, Michigan legend, baby. So he went number one to the Michigan Panthers, and Jordan Tamu, who was in the XFL actually, and was probably one of, or was one of the better players in the XFL. He went to the Chiefs practice squad, and now he is back to the USFL until it inevitably crashes and dies. But he went to the Tampa Bay, the Tampa Bay Bandits. So uh, that's my team until it crashes and burns. I'm not a big Shea Patterson fan, even though I'm a Michigan fan. Like, was terrible, if, you look at, if you look at his stat line. He looks a lot better than he actually looked on the field. He was I will terrible, say, bro. And I will say, at least he did beat Michigan State. That is that is key. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about the USFL? Uh, I mean, I'm going to watch it, but I don't know how long it's going to last once XFL starts off next next year. Yeah. So. Because there's no way, no way. I mean, there, there's plenty of there's plenty of players to go around for both. I just if they're both going on at the same time, I don't see how that's going to work. It's gonna hurt because of viewership. Everybody's you can't have two. Plus, I do. I know there's a lot of bad players, and I think that's fine for certain positions. But I think when it comes to quarterback play, if you watch the AAF, let's just not use the word bad players. Undeveloped players. Undeveloped players. Yes, <laughs> that is true. Some players are bad. Some players are bad. Like if you're drafted somebody in the USFL, you're like 31. You probably suck. Probably. <laughs> but yeah, if you watch the AAF. The guys couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. Uh, inside joke incoming. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> but I'm yeah, let you I'll let you slide on that one. Whew. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know what? No, uh, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it anyway. 
So we were playing Madden, and he was throwing inaccurate passes, and then he could not think of the phrase, so he'd always say, he couldn't hit a barn door. I had the ball. I had the concept on my... I had the that concept in mind. Get a barn door. I had the concept in mind, but I couldn't think of the wording. <laughs> so I just said it, and now it's like a thing that'll follow me until I die. Yes. Yeah, the quarterbacks, they were throwing passes into the dirt. It was just ugly. Because it's like you can find plenty of bad receivers that can play against bad corners, but bad quarterbacks that just can't hit any passes, I think that'll be the issue. And I think yeah. all the good players from the USFL will either go to the NFL or they'll go to the XFL, and then the USFL will be left screwed and will inevitably die. Plus, they're doing yep. it terribly. They um, they didn't even live stream the draft. They didn't live stream the draft. They're only playing in one city, so why even have city names for teams? Exactly. It's like, I don't know what they're trying to do, but it's not good. <laughs> seems like they're just trying to jump in. They, it seems like they knew the XFL wasn't going to come back this year, so they're trying to, like, like fast lane it to get in this to this spring and i don't know how it's gonna work out but i mean they have tv deals so i guess we'll see i guess we'll have to see but uh next thing the nfl combine is here i'll let uh, i've been talking a lot so i'm gonna let sean take it away with the combine here what do you want me to say about it they're just doing interviews right now Not, nothing's going on yet i thought i thought you were gonna you might hype some players up to look for you know other kind of i stuff. mean only player that i care about only a couple play I, I put on if you follow me on twitter i put on my Sorry, my lighting just is going to go through this thing real quick. But uh, if you if you follow me on Twitter, I have like my hashtag my guys. There's like eight or nine of them. I can't remember how many exactly are there. But uh, I won't get into some late round guys because we have a question that talks about late round guys. But uh, I mean, I'm really curious to see what Aiden Hutchinson does just because I'm a, obviously a Michigan fan. I'm a big Aiden Hutchinson fan. I'm just really curious to see how he performs. Uh, I'm curious to see how fast some of these wide receivers run like Garrett Wilson I'm kind of curious to see how fast he runs compared to like someone like Burks or London because yeah. rumor has it for general Daniel Jeremiah he says that Wilson's gonna outrun both of them if Burks Burks play style if he runs a, a good 4-4 speed I think that'll really secure my opinion on him also Drake London I know Drake London's like people are betting on numbers for the combine yeah, so it was like over under was like Aiden Four. put up thirty seven reps at the con at, on the bench yeah. press. I was like, bro, if he even sniffs close to thirty seven reps, give me Ed Hutchison all day. <laughs> and he's gonna have a crazy three cone because I know those Mich those Michigan edge rushers in their three cone because I know. Quiddy well, Patty I mean, last year. a lot of people are kind of saying they're saying, people were like mixed on that. They're saying like, oh, it's just inflated numbers from Michigan, but with well, inflated numbers for Quiddy Pay, and we had the video of it, it looked insane. We just never got to see a live action. So hopefully Hayden, Hayden, Aiden does not tear his hamstring or pull his hamstring or something like, like Quiddy did and actually gets to run it. I want to see him actually run it. I, I hope he gets close to the, I think it's like a six, five, four, something like yeah. that. I hope he gets close to that number so he can stop all this criticism about his no flexibility, no bend. <laughs> Evan Neal will not perform. Uh, I know a couple other guys won't, but. Evan Neal, N'Kobe Dean, Matt Corral, other guys like yeah. that, they won't perform. Uh, a guy I'm, I'm looking forward to, like my one of my guys is Arnold Ebiketti. But yeah, a guy I'm looking for is Jahan Dotson as well, because I've heard he runs a 4-3. If he runs a 4-3... He might uh, go first round. He, he'll be... I already have him in the first round, based on the idea that he'll run I, I think he's a first-round talent. It's just yeah. because it's so deep at receiver and other positions, I don't know 
someone's got to fall. That's all I'm saying. Exactly. And it's whoever be him, falls, they better Olave, be a Somebody's going to fall. I hope it's him or I hope it's either him or Olave. Yeah, I mean, there's so many good players. It's incredible. Someone had Garrett Wilson falling out of the first. I was like, <laughs> I don't know about no. that one. I don't know about that's that. One. I mean, it could. I mean, like I've said before, wide receiver rankings are so split across. You could ask ten different people, and you'd have ten different wide receiver ones. But like, I'm obviously exaggerating. It's probably be like more like four different wide receiver ones. But Garrett Wilson's my wide receiver one still. So uh, to see him, people say he's going to be a second round talent. I'm like, mm, you sure you about know what that? Upsets me. I want to see. I want to see uh, Jamison Williams run the dang 40, bro. I see. That sucks. I'm not going to be able to see that. It's literally, it's like every year that we get one of these insanely fast guys. I know I know Henry Ruggs ran the 40, but Mechie, not Mechie, uh, Waddle didn't run the 40. Uh, Williams is probably not going to run the 40. I haven't heard anything from him, but you have to assume since he tore his ACL at the end of the college football season. I is Pickens going to run, you think? Pickens? I think Pickens will run. Because uh, I think Pickens, Pickens looked healthy and running in the playoffs. So that was how yeah. long ago now? Yeah, I'm excited much... to see how fast Pickens runs. I'm uh, sad we're not going to see Hassan Haskins run. I was really looking forward to seeing him hopefully run faster than people are saying he oh, runs. Kyrie Elam is another guy I'm looking at. I know people. I've seen people think he's going to run a four five or something. I he ran a four five in high school, a low four five. He's gonna. I think he's going to run a four four. I think he's going to run really fast. And I'm. What did CJ run? Four three nine. Four three nine. Yeah. So, is Kyrie uh, faster? Is Kyrie as fast as him, or a little bit slower? You think? I don't, I don't know. I haven't looked at them closely recently. CJ doesn't I, play. I don't think CJ plays that fast. I don't either. But I know Kyrie Elam. He has great recovery speed. And uh, I remember against UCF. I know we lost that game. Blah blah blah. It didn't mean anything. Apparently, UCF UCF fans think everything means more. You know, they mm-hmm. think they won a national championship. They probably thought they were national champions after they beat us. I digress. Right. <laughs> right. But, um, yeah, Kyrie Elam, he had this one play where uh, one of our corners busted busted a coverage, and a guy was running downfield, like 40 yards downfield, and Elam tracked him down and got him down at the five-yard line. That man was running. And ever since, I mean, I already knew he was fast, but after that I was like, yeah, this dude's going to run a 4-4 range minimum. And I think he's going to blow it up at the combine. You know how it goes. It's just like with, just, just like with C.J. Henderson. He blew it up at the combine and he started flying up draft boards. I think the same thing's gonna happen for Kyrie Elam, except Kyrie Elam uh, is actually good. Yeah, I haven't looked at the official combine invitee list. I'm assuming Khalil Shakir is on it. I'm assuming he is because he, he was at Senior Bowl. I am curious to see what he runs and how high he jumps and everything else because all the short arm bull crap. But I'm, I'm if also bro, if bro runs a four a four three and can jump out the gym, who cares? Uh, I'm ex- I'm intrigued to see Calvin Austin just because I want to see how fast he is. I want to see if he because yeah. he's I want to see how he compares to Rondale Moore because that's going to impact my board because no matter what he's in like the third or fourth round for me just because of his size. But I want to see how he compares athletically to Rondale Moore for sure. Because if he's if he's more athletic than Rondale Moore, then I'll probably grade him more than Rondale Moore. If I if he's a little bit worse, then <clears> so on. Because I think they're I think they're really similar players. Same for uh, Wandale Robinson. Have you seen this picture? There's this picture of Wandale Robinson literally next to um, Rondale Moore when he was at uh, before he transferred to Kentucky. They're like the same height, dude. Rondale's like five eight or any or no, he's five seven. Yeah, because they got they got Wandale's like five ten. They had yeah Wandale. It, it, they're always inflated. The, the thing is, I'm really intrigued to see how these guys weigh actually in measure, out, yeah. measure out. Measure out because I remember 
Wanda- Ron- Rondale was said to be like 5'9", or 5'10", too, and then he ended up being 5'7". So. Hopefully Kenny Pickett is doing that, uh, who was it? I think it was Brandon Allen when he was at the Combine, doing his, his hand stretches. Apparently he's double-jointed, so it's like he's trying to get like a, a it trained so that he can get an actual yeah. measure, measurement. Because it was somebody, at the, I think it was Brandon Allen, but I can't remember. They came in at like 8 and 7 eighths or something like that at the at the Combine or something, and then at the or the Senior Bowl. And at the at the combine, they were like nine and a quarter. <laughs> so they they stretched their arm out, their hand out. They, they said they did some sort of exercise. I can't remember what it was. Their yeah, hands I know. Are... I know Kenny Pick has been doing some exercises to work on that double jointedness. I'm not really worried about it. Dude played in Pittsburgh. The weather there sucks. <laughs> so I mean, I'm sure he's gonna be fine. He'll 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 probably just want to retire like Joe Burrow did. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Pretty much. Yeah. That's that's the combine drills start Thursday. I'm excited. Uh. I will be releasing my top 100 player list and article <sighs> after the combine. So I will do nothing like that. I know. If you want to know how I feel about players, you can just ask me. Yep, you can ask him <laughs> or follow his Twitter. And if you want to know, you can either ask me or uh, you can read my articles. So that'd be pre- that'd be appreciated. But yeah, let's go ahead and move on to. Uh, I'll let I'll let you send send it right in. Okay, so next up, uh, we're going to jump into our hidden gems interview with uh, Edge Brusher. Deshaun Dixon out of Norfolk State. He's a local product to me. Uh, he was kind enough to join us on our sh- on our, our show, so we'll just send you to that now. All right, guys, we're back here with another segment of Hidden Gems. Today we got uh, Deshaun Dixon from Norfolk State University. How you doing, Deshaun? Doing good. How about you? Doing all right, man. Doing all right. Uh, I'll kick off the questions for you here. Uh, let's start with uh, how is your experience at uh Norfolk State been for you? Uh it's been a it's been a very good experience. Um very glad I chose uh made that decision in high school. Um it's it's been it's, it's been the best for me. Um learned a lot of learned a lot of things, met a lot of new people. Um so I yeah, it was a, it was a wonderful experience being there. Awesome. I chose uh you to do a hit a hidden gyms on because I live in Suffolk so you're kind of a local kid to me so uh, oh, what part of uh, I live near downtown. Okay. Okay, I got you. All right. So, what was your favorite NFL team growing up? Uh, I was a um, Tony Gonzalez fan growing up. Uh, so, I know he was with the Chiefs at first, and then he went on to the Falcons. But so I'm I'm still a Falcons fan now. But uh, but yeah, I, I was a I was a big Tony Gonzalez fan. Is that because you played tight end in high school? Yeah, yeah. Right. Did my research. How would you, how would you, how would you feel <laughs> if the Falcons drafted you? How would I feel if the Falcons drafted me? I mean, shoot, I, it, I, it, it'd be honored. I mean, it'd be honored to go anywhere. But um, I mean, uh, for me, it it don't matter what you know where I go. I I feel like I fit in anywhere. All right. For sure. Uh, what do you hope to accomplish if you make it to the NFL? Um. What I hope to accomplish. I mean, I I wanna I wanna win a ring. That's 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 a big thing. I didn't I didn't win anything, uh, as far as like championship wise, going th- like like growing up, um, like through rec leagues, middle school, high school. I I, ain't, I never wanna I never won a ring before. So um, pretty cool. Yeah, that that that'd be the first for that that'd be a first for me. Gotcha. Yeah, I think that's a good goal to have. Team goal, especially. Uh, Absolutely. 
what has been your biggest focus during the draft process? Like, what have you been working on this offseason, like focusing heavily for? I'm just cleaning up, uh, cleaning up all the little things, you know, technique, uh, the fundamentals, um, just kind of getting, getting prepared for the, the draft. Uh, I mean, um, the, uh, not combine, the, uh, the pro day, um, just working on just both doing linebacker drills and D line drills. Um, still working, still working on it for for the two twenty five test vertical. I'm working on every aspect of it. So um, nothing, nothing too specific, but um, just just kind of just kind of cleaned up a lot of uh, small things. Are they doing that forty? Oh, go ahead. You got any what that forty time is going to look like? Uh, I I don't I know it's gonna be pretty good, but I I, I don't have a <laughs> I don't have a number for you. All right. Uh, are they are they holding a pro day at Norfolk State, or are you going on to some somewhere else and doing a pro day there? So Norfolk State and Hampton combined. Um, so we'll 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 do our pro day with Hampton. Gotcha. Uh, what would a team get in a player like you? Uh, they're gonna get a one of a kind guy. You know, somebody who who works they who works their butt off. You know, uh, a playmaker, somebody who's gonna Who's gonna fit in wherever they need me to fit in? At. If they need me to, they need me to drop in coverage every game. Then, then I'll drop in coverage. They need me to pass rush. I'm a pass rush. If they need me on special teams, I'm gonna be on special teams. But I'm gonna I'm make plays on the field. Gotcha. All right. So, what fires you up to keep going and striving for more every day? Um, uh, absolutely. Uh, my my daughter. That's number one. Um, that she, that my, my little family is my number one, uh, my one, number one motivation, just, just to, you know, this is who I do it for. Um, th this is my why. Um, what else? Uh, the, the, the coaches in the past that's helped me to get to this point. Um, those are, those are also my, I mean, I kind of, I kind of meant as family as well. Um, yeah, family is the number one motivator, um, in this, in this, in, in my whole process. So, yeah. Awesome. Um, what made you decide that you wanted to be a football player? And then to also to add on to that question, what made you switch over to uh, defensive end as opposed to tight end? Well, I know you played both in high school. Um, so, so growing, growing up, I played, I mean, I played a little bit of everything. Uh, I played basketball, football, baseball, ran track a little bit. Um, foot, like all those stuff were like, all those stuff was like hobbies of mine. I went. I really wanted to do music at first, uh, especially in middle school. Um, but like, you know, I had to had to make a decision when when I got a little older. So when I got to high school, um, I ran track a little bit, played football, played basketball. Um, I talked to my mom about it. She was like, you know, you had to you had to make a decision that you know you had to you had to pick one at some point. So um, you know, as I'm going through the years, I see. I mean, I did, I did well, in, I did well in all the other sports, but like football was taking me places. It was getting to, it was, is, is letting me meet new people. Um, I see, I was getting recognized for it, so, you know, I start, I, I chose that. I started to veer towards that, that, that football path, and basketball was more of a, more of a hobby then. And then, um, so yeah, I mean, see, even changing positions. Um, I mean, I did both. I, I, at first, when I started ninth grade, I was just tight end wide receiver, um, and then um, as I, you know, as I got a little, just a little bit bigger, I wasn't, I wasn't really big in high school, but um, as I got a little bit bigger, um, he was doing like tackling drills, and one of the coaches he asked me, he was like, uh, "You ever play defensive end?" I was like, "You know, I can, but I never, I never, I never done it." So, 
Um, so I made that transition, and it's been the it's been the best transition for me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, even through even through uh, junior and senior year, when I when I first started playing varsity, um, me playing defensive end, I mean, it was unorthodox. I was in like a weird stance, and I didn't really know how to play it for real. For real. I, I knew my assignments, but I mean, it got better. It got better every game, and, and I see like I see in the, in the whole recruiting process, you know, guys are looking at me as defensive end instead of a tight end. So. Yeah. I definitely think you made the right choice. What's your height and weight right now? Uh, I'm six. Well, they gave me six four and some change, but uh, hey, take what you can get. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was great. I've been telling people I'm six five, but you know, the actual man, they gave me like six four and some change. But uh, I'm I'm around two fifty five, a little, little bit under. But um, yeah, I'm 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 at a pretty good weight. Yeah, it's definitely a good size to to set the edge for sure. Yeah, leading us into my next question, I saw you were at the HBCU Legacy Bowl. I see you got the the hoodie your oh, shirt yeah. on right now. Uh, they actually had they had you at 6'4", 251, uh, 1038 hands, 3348 arms, and 8128 wingspan. Uh, overall, though, how was that experience at the HBCU Legacy Bowl? Like, with all the NFL players that were there, the whole experience of just the practices itself, how was that whole thing for you? Uh, it was an honor. It was an honor to be there, truly a blessing. Um, I'm glad and I'm, I'm thankful for the opportunity because we were the first of, we're like the ambassadors for the HBC Legacy Bowl. And, you know, we're at a time where we're trying to get that, we're trying to get that bridge between, you know, small schools, HBCUs to the professional, that, to the professional level. And, you know, like I said, it, it was, it was, it was a blessing to play in that. It, it was good to be around all those guys, around being around, you know, some guys who, who've been through that process, who, who've made it, who've made it to the professional levels, like, you know, we had Doug Williams and Shaq and Shaq Harris and you know Pat Mahomes are there and then and um Armstead from 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 the Saints and I mean it was it was a whole bunch of guys who who gave us knowledge on on the whole process and you know what to what to expect coming in and um just giving us giving us all types of advice. And like I said, it was it was it was a it was a great experience. Um I was glad to be there. Uh, glad to be around the guys and um you know good luck to everybody in the in the whole process. That's awesome, man. I know you played at the Shrine. You were at the Shrine Bowl too, right? Yes, sir. And I, I saw a few highlights of you from there. It looked like you really had a put in a good week of practice for sure. Yeah, it was. Um, I, uh, when I first came in, I was a little bit nervous, um, because that was that was my first time around. Um, I can say like 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 real FBS talent. Um, like even even playing even playing against some of those FBS schools. Through, uh, through college, and that was my first time around. Like guys who's in the same process as me, just just at at, the, at those bigger schools. So yeah, I came in, came in nervous. Um, I, I I knew what I could do and my abilities. I just my 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 main goal was to to stand out there, you know, show that you know that you know as a small HBCU schools can can stick with the the big guys. So. Um, yeah, you know, so I think I, I think I did pretty well at the um, Shrine Bowl. Hopefully, it turns some turns some heads there. So uh, we'll, we'll see in a couple months. For sure, dude. For sure. All right. Uh, when was a time in your career or life in general that you faced adversity and got through it? Because obviously, when you get in the NFL, you're probably going to face some adversity there. So, um, I'd probably say the the big one was one the, the birth of my daughter. Um, kind of hit me, hit me pretty fast. Um, 
it was a blessing, but like it, it, it came, it came pretty fast. But you know, I, I, I don't regret it one bit. That was the biggest thing that happened during the season. So, um, you know, I, I was, uh, you know, I was just, you know, just, just adding on motivation, and then, um, and then the passing of my one of my uh, former coaches. Um, he was like one of the young guy. He was like one of the younger coaches in high school that I met. Uh, when I like, I met him when I first got to Virginia, and he just kind of took me under his wing, and he was like that older, that older brother I never had, and he had passed away right before the right before senior year. Um, so, like I said, it was just adding on, like just adding on motivation. You know, this this is also one of my one of my big whys. Why am I doing this? Because I know he helped me get to he get he helped me get to to this point in life. So, um, like I said, I'm I'm doing this for him as well. For sure, dude. Uh, stepping back from the football side and get to more of like a personal side, what are some things you like to do for fun? I'm a fisher. I like fishing. Um, I'm, I, I, I probably fish anywhere. Um, I wasn't successful in Georgia. You know, I couldn't catch anything down there. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, I like fishing. I like bowling. I'm a, I'm a huge bowler. Um, I'm, a, I'm a movie buff. I like watching movies and TV shows. That's kind of. I'm, 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 I got a wide range on, on what I like to watch. Um, that rolls right into my next question. What are, what are your favorite TV shows right now? And some, some of your favorite movies? Uh, shoot movies. I mean, I'm, I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. Oh, that. hey, dog, <laughs> you know? I, got the, I got, I got the, if I can get a camera on it. Look at that. Okay, no, that's that's tough. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna get my I'm gonna get my tattoo soon. You know, I'm gonna get me a, a Hufflepuff tattoo. You know, yeah, I feel but, you, man. Um, but yeah, Harry Potter. Um, shoot, I was a Divergent series. I was in the Twilight. I mean, I read those books growing up. It's like now, you know, now they're coming out with the movies and it's and and it's, and, and these are great movies. Right. Um, Hunger Games. I mean, I can name it. like TV shows right now. I'm watching Raising Dion. Shoot, I was a huge uh, Office fan, Parks and Rec. You know, I, I love those shows. Um, I, I dabble in anime a little bit. You know, I, I was, I'm still a huge Pokemon fan. Um, sure, I could, I could name a whole bunch, but yeah, I, right. Yeah, I'm in <laughs> I literally, that. yeah, I just started watching anime myself. I just started watching it. I'm like halfway through the season, first season of Demon Slayer. So. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah I'm, <laughs> I, I'm still trying to, trying to uh, watch some new ones. Um, I watched like the. The, the the big ones, you know, like Naruto. Right. Um, I watched Attack on Titan, uh, My Hero Academia. Yeah, I'm I'm still watching. You know, I'm still watching some other stuff. I got you, bro. So I'm a big Harry Potter fan myself. Do you like I'm Harry Potter to the core? Yeah, it is. It is <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a few of us still out there, you know. <laughs> Doing the Harry Potter wordle. Yeah, man. All right. So, is there any system you think you'd fit best in? Any type of system? Um, like I said, it, it doesn't really matter for me. Uh, I can be a four-three defensive end, or I can be a stand-up three-four end. Um, it doesn't doesn't really matter to me. Like I said, I I feel like I can. I'm I'm versatile enough to fit in any system. So, um, like I I don't have like a like I, I don't have like a favorite system. Like I I played all I played in everything. Um, in college, you know, I, we started off four three, and then we went three four, and then we went back to four three and four two five, and so yeah, we we I, I've been in all of them. That's what's up, man. Do you have any like pregame rituals or anything like that? Um, not like nothing crazy. 
uh, I like to, before I put my cleats on, like I'm, I'm superstitious a little bit, but like before I put my cleats on, I always, always dump them out. Um, I, that's just, I've been doing that for a while. Um, I'll do that. Um, before I go on the field, I always like to wipe my feet. Um, just to, so I wipe my feet to take the, leave the negativity off the field. So I, I don't have that with me when I go on the field. I've, I always do that. Um, I'm always praying before the game. Um, I listen to I listen to jazz music before a game, and I watch cartoons before the game. I don't like, like I feel like when I'm when I'm like super locked in, like it, it causes me to not be as like not be 100. So like when I'm real calm and collected, and I I I, I feel like my best. You know, like I said, I, I like watching. I like I watch, like I watch Tom and Jerry before a game. Um, you know, just just get some laughs going. Um, I'm listening to jazz music. Kind of keeps me calm. Um, so yeah, I'm. Yes. All right. So for the last question, what was your favorite moment from your football life? Is there any specific play or any just specific event that you will always remember at the top? Uh, it'd probably be like junior year. Um, junior year when I scored my first uh, collegiate touchdown, we was playing North Carolina Central. Um, it was, I, I believe it was third quarter, and there I forgot what what uh, where it was at, but it they wasn't like back. They were somewhat backed up, and I think it was like second or third down, and you know it, it was just we just called regular field check, and um, and it, it was a pass. So I, I had I had Ricky Thomas on the other side. He uh he he's pass rushing. I'm pass running. The the the, the the pocket collapses and he caused the, the quarterback to fumble. And I see, you know, I see the block, get off the block and I see the ball and I scoop and I score. And like, <laughs> that was like, that was like a huge, that was like a huge moment right there. Um, I was just, I was just really excited. It came to the sideline. Um, I have, I had a former coach, uh, coach Tracy, you know, he's talking to me and he was like, he was like, enjoy this because this is your moment. Like, like, like I'm like you're gonna you're gonna be great in the future. Like this, just right here, enjoy your moment. And like, <laughs> like I was just, I was just, I was just excited. You know, I had score, and I was like, wow, it's crazy. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. Well, I don't I don't have any more. Uh, I don't think he has any more. Uh, mm -hmm. Just know that, man. We're rooting for you now, man. I, we appreciate you coming on here. You seem like a good guy. You got a good head on your shoulders, man. Family man. I'm a dad myself, so I can totally relate to everything about that. And I just uh. I'm just thank you for coming on, man. We're really rooting for you. I can't wait to see you uh, hunting these quarterbacks down in the league. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you. No problem, man. All right. Thank you for coming on. See ya. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. We're back. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Another edition of Hidden Gems. Uh, I didn't butcher it this time. Because I took over. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, let's go ahead and hop straight into the Jaguar segment. We always <laughs> promised... The Jaguars are staying around. Uh, there's always going to be a segment, so we're always going to talk some Jaguars. So let's go ahead and start it. The Jaguars <clears throat> are playing the Raiders for the 2022 Hall of Fame game. First time the Jaguars are playing in this game since 95, since we played the Carolina Panthers, the team that your brother picked, I think. Yep, yep. So yeah, I'm, I, I know it's just another preseason game, and I know it means nothing, but I'm kind of excited just because it's more Jaguars football. It's, it's more, yeah. more football for me to watch the first half of. I'm not sure how much of the starters we'll see in that game, but if you're like us, you care about watching yeah, people so. fight for their lives. <laughs> it sounds kind of weird to term it that way, but you're fighting for your life. 
fighting for my life, man. You know, so like, I like I like watching. Yeah, <laughs> fight yeah, for like my seeing, MF in life. <laughs> I like seeing players uh, battle it out, regardless of where they're at on the chart. So I mean, and if you're like the Jaguars and you get hurt a lot, these guys will actually play. Yeah, I also <laughs> like seeing a draft picks play because you normally see draft picks play in yeah, these kind of games. Sure. So we may not see the main guys play, but yeah, we probably won't see Aiden Hutchinson play. <laughs> i remember in our first preseason game when we drafted josh allen and he went crazy against the dolphins i remember being yeah. so excited i hope if we do draft aiden hutchinson i hope he plays in that game just so i have something to be like crazy excited for but i digress hope he, hope he dominates i mean we're playing the raiders so he better hope he dominates <laughs> yeah so that's exciting the jaguars are getting tony vaselli in the hall and we're going to the hall ourselves we're get, we're getting to play finally uh, yep. I'll let Sean say the next thing because you know he's a big guy for me too. But Sean was always been super high on him. Jaguars re-signed number one center <laughs> Tyler Shatley to a two-year, six point eight million dollar deal. He finally got himself a decent piece of the pie, in my opinion, because he's just, it's been one-year deal like low money, one-year deal low money, one-year deal low money. Maybe he's just content with staying in Jacksonville. Maybe he loves maybe he loves Jacksonville that much. I don't he know. Raised his, his family case. here, so. so say I don't know what his case is. I personally feel like he could start somewhere. A lot of people disagree. I don't care. When he comes in, I can't hardly tell the difference between him and Brent Linder. That's just me personally. He gets so, less penalties. He gets less penalties, and I feel like he can his his run blocking is either is either better or right up there. So he might not be as good in pass protection, and that's just like maybe. But for two years, six point eight million dollars compared to Linder, who's making nine and a half million this year. He's basically a starter for how much he plays here. Even right, if I'll I, I'll take that deal. Year. I'll take that deal every day of the week. He's played in what? How many games over the last two years? Like ten, something like that. So I mean, he's you're playing like a third or fourth of the time. And honestly, I'd start him next year. I get I do something with Brandon Linder, and I yeah, if they wanted to free up that money, people are people are gonna like flame on that idea oh you can't get rid of your best old lineman like dude yeah he's barely plays who cares he's not gonna be <laughs> so, our best he's not gonna be our best when we uh sign to teron armstead exactly exactly walker so Little, walker little's better anyways exactly so i i just if they if they needed that money it's always an option i don't think they do or they will need the money so they'll probably just keep the same center rotation i'm gonna call it a rotation because that's what it ends up being uh i don't think blinded is gonna go anywhere i would not hate it if they cut or traded him. Yeah, I would, I would, we, we've said it before. I'd ideally like to trade him, but if we cut I'm him, not saying, I'm not saying he sucks. I'm not saying he sucks. I'm not saying he's a bad player. He's a very good player who just cannot stay healthy. The best he ability stay is availability. Exactly. And if I'm paying you $10 million to start at center, you better start every game. And stop holding. Every time we get a good run, he holds. Very true. So he even does it in Madden, dude. <laughs> even in Madden. Hey, Madden's super realistic, bro. The most realistic game there ever was. <laughs> all right, so we, oh, I, did you see all the memes about him uh, looking like a Tim Tebow with beard with a beard? Tyler Shatley, yeah. <laughs> it, are you telling me that's not Big Tim Tebow? I mean, when you look at it closely, it kind of does look like a Big Tim Tebow. With it a does. Beard. It does. Tim Tebow sticking around. He just switched positions. Don't worry. Mm, no. All right. <laughs> Uh, the Jags hired former Ohio, Ohio, not Ohio State, Ohio, assistant Tyler Tettleton. What a name. Uh, he, I'm pretty sure he used to be quarterback for them. He did. He used to be quarterback for them, and he also... He was, was actually pretty good for being, like, playing at Ohio. Yeah. 
He actually was pretty decent. Uh, we hired him as an offensive quality control assistant. The amount of quarterbacks, former quarterbacks, we have on this roster, on the coaching staff, is kind of incredible. It's because we got <clears throat> Doug Peterson. We got uh, isn't what's his uh or isn't the offensive coordinator? I'm blanking on his name. Press Taylor. Press Taylor wasn't he a quarterback too? I think he might have been. Yeah, and then so was uh, Jim. Bob wasn't Cooter. Jim Bob Cooter? I think and he was too. Mike McCoy. And Mike McCoy. And then I think, and then Tyler Tettleton. That's like five former quarterbacks on the staff. Hey, what do you think they're catering to? I, I like it. I like <laughs> it. I like it. Uh, and finally, this one hurts, but it makes. I don't sense really care about it. Point. It's just annoying. Uh, it is Khan, annoying. I just don't care about it. Shad Khan put the EVP search on hold, which at this point it's not surprising considering the the combine is literally now. Yeah. So it's like you're basically about a draft. It's like what's the point in hiring somebody at this yeah. point? He should have hired somebody when we hired Doug Peterson. Yeah, that was always my thought process was if they didn't hire him soon after hiring Doug, they're not going to hire him until after the draft. They're going to let these guys who have been here grinding out the work, you know, put in the hours for the last year, do the job for free to see the draft. They don't want somebody coming in here, you know, trying to have too many chefs in the kitchen. I will say – uh, Trent Balky, they talked to him today, and he did not mention anything about value this year. He mentioned aggressiveness, explosive players for Trevor, protecting Trevor. Those are three things that I like to hear. Aggressiveness yeah. in free agency, protecting Trevor, explosive players on both sides of the ball. So, hey, hear me out. I hate Trent Balky, but, hey, if he drafted well last year, if he changes his philosophy in free agency and drafts well again... I'll deal with the guy. I'll eat the crow if he turns the team around. Who cares at that point? If he if he's a, if he changes his whole style and it works like he did, like he drafted last year well, if he does it again and if he signs some people, I'll deal with it. I, I'm not gonna Hey, if we throw thirty million, thirty two million at Devontae Adams, people ain't gonna be crying no more. Oh yeah, I heard uh there were a lot of rumors coming out that uh, are in reports and stuff that if he hits free agency Big if which, big if uh the Jags are going to go really hard for him, and apparently they have a really good chance. because of. Now it sounds like Godwin's not even going to hit for agency now. That's what it yeah. sounds like. Uh, Which leads us to my guy. I did see earlier, though, uh, Gudegunst. I don't know if I butchered Ooh, his name. Gutenkurst. Gutenkurst? I've heard of Gutenkurst. Isn't that what Gutenkurst? I don't know what his name is, bro. I've heard people talk say Goody. Talk about the GM for Packers? Packers, yeah. And what about him? I think it's uh, Gutenkunst? Gutenkunst? I don't know how to pronounce it, dude. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to call him Goody like Packers fans. Goody! Uh, apparently, I saw him talking earlier, and they said their priority is figuring out Aaron Rodgers, and then everything else comes after. So I'm hoping Aaron Rodgers holds out long enough. They only got like 15 days. <laughs> that Devontae Adams hits free agency while they're focusing on Rodgers. Either way, if he doesn't make it and Godwin doesn't make it, where does that lead you? Back to me and my guy, Mr. ACL Tear. No, Balky's gonna love it. Michael Gallup. <laughs> Unfortunately, though, apparently it's rumored that we really like Allen Robinson. I, I'd be, I'd be why? fine with it, but why? not what I want. In the words of Josiah, why? Why, why? is everything I, I like suck? <laughs> How do you remember that? It's so old. <laughs> I never forget. Oh my gosh, Marco Wilson. It's not even about Allen Robinson at this point. It's about. I think we have that type of player already on the roster in Marvin Jones. For cheaper. For cheaper. Same kind of player. 
in my opinion. Allen Robinson's coming off a sh- shitty, terrible year. Like, he get somebody. No to, give me somebody who separates. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's intriguing. Uh, free agency is coming up soon, so probably next week is probably going to be our free agency uh, video. Uh, next week or the week after. Well, when's the day? What's the final day for tags? Isn't it like the 10th or something like that? Uh, soon, because tags are open. <coughs> now. Teams can tag yeah, them. but I think it's still the 10th they have. Yeah, so... You look it up. Uh, either way, tag, we'll do our free agency video after the tags. Like, very close to that. But yeah, I'm really yeah. hoping... March 8th. March 8th, so that would be next week. It'll be literally next week, yep. March 8th at 4 p.m., I believe, is the cutoff date for tags. Because seven days so, to today is March 8th. So after that, yeah, I will formulate my... So maybe we might need to film it. We could film it later late. in the week. Yeah, because after that, then I'll do my uh, free agent wish list. So yes, next week is our free agency video. Stay tuned. Uh, yeah, if Devontae Adams hits free agency, oh my gosh, I would pass out if we signed him. I'll hey, hey, wait. Hey, hey, I'll hey, wake hey, up. I'll hey, wake hey, up hey, that hey, dream. Hey, hey. He's he's twenty nine years old, bro. Oh yeah, bum. Yeah, I I don't think he's gonna play long into his thirties. Yeah, me either, bum. Unless he's Randall Cobb or something, you know. Yeah, bum. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys don't understand what we're what we're what we're talking about. Talking about. We'll leave it at that, though. Uh, yeah, I think you guys get what we're doing, though. But yeah, that's uh, all Jaguars for the week. Uh, we'll see you guys next week on the Jaguars for uh, free agency and stuff. So that should be exciting. Oh, apparently the Jags are the Jags are unsure if they're going to use their franchise tag, and I personally wouldn't use it. Unless well. You're gonna, Unless that's a gonna... viewer question. That's a viewer question. That's a uh, viewer question. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Well, it's the first viewer question. We'll just jump into the viewer question. Let's break into our viewer questions from Patrick. Yep. All these are from Patrick, the GOAT, the only guy the who only, asks us a question. The only loyal fan. If you guys want to ask us questions, comment them below or follow us on Twitter at the Big Cat Chat right below me. We literally uh, put out a tweet about, hey, if you have any questions, yep, we put them in. Every week. I tweet it multiple times, actually. Uh, but yeah, what, if anything, would you do with the Jaguars franchise tag? I'll just continue what I was saying. I personally would not use it unless you're going to tag and trade Cam Robinson. Bingo! I would not tag DJ Chark, because that's stupid. I would not tag Cam Robinson to keep him, because I think that's stupid. Uh, I would not tag anybody else, because that literally is unworldly. So There's nobody worth it. Exactly. I mean, There's no franchise hey, hey, player hey, hey. worth it. Let's, let's tag Andrew Winger, bro. Gotta keep him around. What's the salary on a on a safety tag? Like nine million? Something like that. I mean, we gotta keep him okay. around, bro. Oh, homie G ain't starting, bro. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I hope they do nothing with it because if unless, like I said, unless they're gonna tag and trade Cam, which I don't see them doing, uh, I'm gonna go with let's do a whole bunch of nothing. I have to agree with that. All right. Uh, Non-Jags related, what would you be looking for in a late-round draft flyer pick? I'll let Sean take this one away. How late you want to go with this? Like, what's late to you? Day three. Day three, so, like, fourth or later? Yep. Um, I think fourth round or later, you could probably snag a Khalil Shakir, probably in the fourth round. Uh, fast wide receiver, decent size, short arms, but still made plays regardless. Um, if you're looking at a running back, there's going to be like a Hassan Haskins would probably be available at that point. Um, it's possible. I don't know. He might be a third round pick, but like James Cook could potentially be there in the fourth round. Uh, Damian Pierce could potentially be there in the fourth round. 
depending on how people feel about him. Some people have him rated as the RB one. I have him as I don't the hate RB3. that. I don't hate that. Um, uh, tight ends. You're looking at like a Jake Ferguson, like a Charlie Kohler, uh, Cade Otten. Those are the kind of guys you're getting to late. Yeah, I think edge rusher wise, I'll take it off and do some other positions. Uh, edge rusher, you could get Jesse Lucetta. Maybe he might go a little bit higher, but I have him in the fourth round. Isaiah Thomas, Jeffrey Gunter, Tyreek Smith, Amari Barno, just to name a few guys. Then some linebackers, you got Terrell Bernard, Channing Tindall, Brian Osamoa. He might actually go a little bit higher. I've seen some hype for him. I might actually move him up my board. I don't know. But he's I pretty fast. I have, he's got really good range. Yeah. Uh, but I've got him in the fourth round. Then you got, let's look. Uh, oh, you also got Mike Rose. Uh, then in cornerbacks, you got Michael Wright, maybe, Marcus Jones, Cam Taylor Britt, a Caleb Evans. Uh, I have not done safeties yet, so offensive uh, line-wise. For safety, there's a Brad Hawkins from Michigan. He's like a six-rounder six right now. You got Braxton Jones, offensive tackle. I mean, Rashid Walker, I guess. I hate Rashid Kellen, Walker. Kellen he's like a fourth-rounder on some yeah, people's boards. Kellen Diesch, uh yeah. I have him in the uh, second round. but I Some people have him as a fourth-rounder. Uh, Guard-wise, I guess you got Cade Mays, Donovan West, Luke Mays. What else? Quarterback. I mean, I guess Bailey Zapp. I have him in the in the fourth. Bailey round. Zappy. Zap. He's Zapp on my board. Zappy. I guess you like <laughs> you you like Caleb Ellaby. I don't. I mean, <laughs> he looked <all> right <laughs> when I watched him play this year. He looked right. <laughs> I actually was surprised for being. He's not very big, but his arm was pretty lively. Uh, I like. I think he, I, I think I watched him play. He played Michigan, I think, in the first game of the season. He looked tight. All right. There's Makai Polk, <laughs> another, another receiver. Makai Polk. I think Justin Ross is really, really late. I have him in the sixth round just because of all the injury stuff. You could take a flyer on Justin Ross. Jareth Stearns. I know Jareth Stearns is like tiny as you know what. Oh, but... if you want some other uh, late round hey, players, I know Deshaun Dixon, Tanner Connor. Ben Defensive end from Norfolk State. Tanner Connor, receiver, Idaho State. Cornerback. I, you could say the name because I said cornerback. Darrell Henderson. <laughs> uh, <but> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, there's there's a lot of guys you could take. I mean, I know a lot of people. Some people have Kyle Phillips in the late rounds. Kyle I have Kyle Phillips. I have Kyle Phillips, aka Cooper Cup. I have him in the uh, third round. <laughs> But if maybe he goes later, I think if you get him a good quarterback, like any receiver, he'll be really good. Uh, running back, like you said, I haven't really watched that many of them, but I know there's Zamir White too, Brian Robinson, Rashad White. Yep. There's Hassan, baby. Ty Chandler out of UNC. You got a lot of guys. Is Zach Sharpity? He could. Did he decide to go back, or is he coming out? He went back. Unreal. He'd probably be a top three, four running back in the class if he went out. So that dude is big and fast. <laughs> for you and Madden, bro. I don't know why he transferred. Yeah, I Where guess did I get he it. transfer from. I know he went Michigan. From... Oh, he played for Michigan. He went for Michigan, and then we signed uh, that recruit whose name is escaping me at the current moment. Dewa Edwards. Edwards. Oh, yeah. Who's a who was a five star, and then was. Corum and Haskins, he was just like, ah, UCLA, I'm out. 
Yeah, he's bald. He, he might be. He might be from California. I'm not totally sure, but maybe he's I. Uh oh! I got to remove Jalen Redman from my board, my defensive tackle board. Mm-hmm. He went back. Pascal Garrett. He's a bum. <laughs> Dude, I had Dude. such high expectations State for Pascal Garrett. And then I I, it's just so game. weird that his tape stinks because, like, I felt like every time I watched an Ohio State game, I kept hearing his name. It's because they talk about him because he's like he was always viewed as good. It's just I just never. But like, I feel like I kept hearing his name for making like it was Haskell Garrett on the stop, mm-hmm. Haskell Garrett on the play. Da, 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 da. Not from the film I watched, at least. Dude's Marvin Wilson 2.0. Pretty much. I mean, he just didn't get it. He's Marvin Wilson if he didn't get injured. So Marvin Wilson getting injured probably is what made him undrafted. Oh, Neil Farrell. Shout out, Lucas. Neil Farrell. <laughs> Neil Farrell at LSU defensive tackle. I have him in the fourth round. What, what do you? What did you say? What you say about him? He was big and can't move or something like that. I said he's a big fat guy running on the field. Big. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a big fat guy running. <laughs> Unreal. He ain't doing nothing out there. He's just running. Oh, late round? Late round? Kicker Cade York? Shout out, Lucas. Jaguars? Jaguars? <laughs> Got a bigger leg than Matthew Wright, probably. Oh, my goodness. But yeah, guys, hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. We had we had fun recording it. And uh, hope you guys enjoyed it, this, this yeah. edition of Draft. Uh, and thanks again for uh, to Deshaun Dixon for coming out. For sure. Getting on getting on a hidden jams. Hidden jams, baby. We're looking currently in progress looking for another person to put on a hidden gym. So if you guys have any suggestions, add us. At them. Yeah. At them, them at at them at us. Yep, and we'll we'll DM them as well. So For sure. Yeah, hope you guys enjoyed. Make sure to follow my Twitter above me. Sean's Twitter above him and the podcast Twitter, most importantly, below me at the Big Cat Chat. Make sure to follow us. Uh, we're on every platform, pretty much. If you want to watch us here, if you're listening, watch us on YouTube. If you're not, if you're watching us on YouTube, you can listen to us on other platforms. All that stuff. You get the point. Hope you guys enjoyed. Make sure to like, subscribe, share, comment, and do all that stuff. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Indeed.